Well, hello, you guys, and welcome to We're Podding This Together. It's the podcast where we guide you through your favorite or not-so-favorite Disney Channel original movies. Thanks for listening. I'm Josh. I'm Sammy. I'm Brandon. Uh, grab your magic coins and make a wish, because today we're watching You Wish with an exclamation mark. I feel like you just went into Luck of the Irish. <laughs> you totally went into Luck of the Irish. <laughs> How else do you tell people to grab their magic coins? Fair point. <laughs> Disclaimer, this movie has nothing to do with Ireland. <laughs> it was the same movie. It does have magic coins, though. It was shot in New Zealand. What does that have to do with Ireland? I don't know. It's just not America. <laughs> it's closer. <laughs> Everywhere that's not America is the same place, right? There were some scenes in the city where I couldn't tell where they were, but it looked really cool. And apparently everybody that wasn't the main cast were all Kiwis doing American accents. That's cool. I like that. Yeah. Um, who wants to tell us a little bit about this movie? Alex is a high school student who always feels like he's overshadowed by his little brother, Stevie. He can't get the girl of his dreams. He and his two best friends, Abby and James, are outsiders at school, and he is constantly benched on his football team. Then Stevie receives a lucky coin from a strange old man, a coin which he gives to Alex, telling him to make a wish. The next day, Alex gets everything he ever wished for. Stevie is gone. In fact, he is the star of his own TV show, and his family doesn't even know him. Alex dates the most popular girl at school, he's one of the most popular kids himself, and he's the star of the football team. At first he enjoys his new life, only to later find out that everything that was great in his original life is now gone. Thanks for listening! That's it. That's the movie! Did you guys, have you seen this movie before, when you were a kid? I had seen it. Uh, Little scenes were popping out at me, but when I first read about it, I was like, I have no recollection of this movie whatsoever. Yeah, I've never seen it. I was actually looking at this movie, some of the photos from it, to kind of see what it was about, and I did not recognize anybody that was in this movie other than Spencer Breslin. It's it's almost like the, the promo photos they took for this made them look 50 years older. Like, I thought Lelaine was like a 50-year-old woman. Oh, yeah. The, it, I don't know what was going on there, but they were not great photos. This was, I remember this movie actually really vividly. I think it came to a point where they were showing this like every day or every weekend. And I came to hate it because it was on TV so much. I was like, I don't care about this stupid coin. I get it. (laughs) The coin kind of seems familiar, but it might just be that we've seen so many movies with coins in them that maybe I'm thinking of that coin. But yeah, this movie starts out with a violent murder. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> no, it starts out and they're like running around with toy spray guns and they're shooting each other behind trees. I couldn't tell what it was. Was it silly string or goo? I think it, or... they just put like dyed water in the and water guns. Oh, yeah, it looked it looked funky. They always make water gun fights look way more fun than water gun fights are. Yeah. So the fight happened, or the, like, water gun fight, and we actually meet all of the main characters right there. Yeah, so there's Lelaine, who was the best friend on Lizzie McGuire, right? Yeah. Yeah. She's Um, aged 50 years. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The main character, Alex, was played by uh, the best friend on Even Stevens. Oh, yeah. Oh. And then we've got the little brother, Stevie, is Spencer Breslin. Mm Mm-hmm. And then the other friend, James, who... Had no real purpose in this movie. (laughs) (laughs) 
Not really, no. <laughs> he was chicken boy. I am looking at IMDb and Brink is not on the cast list. Because it's not Brink. Yeah, it's not Brink. What? Get it together. That's not no, Brink? It's not Brink. <laughs> that looks... That, okay. Does it, it look exactly like Brink? It's just another medium-length-haired blonde boy. It looks similar. They have, like, hairstyles that are the same. But no, oh he's my the best gosh, friend from I, Even Stevens. It was very similar hairstyles and a lot of lip gloss. Okay, so. we can move on. <laughs> <laughs> the whole time I was like, oh, this movie's so awesome. Brink is in it. <laughs> wow. All right, listeners. So we got to see a little bit of the interaction between Alex and Stevie, the brothers, at the very beginning during the water fight. And they looked like they got along really well. They the were beginning. getting along great. Yeah. yeah, they were having a bunch of bonding time stevie like he brought stevie in on his his friend time this kind of reminded me of the relationship in true confessions where the sister hated the brother but also loved him i can really relate i have a younger brother much younger he's eight years younger than me kind of had like a similar relationship to this one where yeah i had two younger sisters and you had they were... yes uh <laughs> I I currently have two younger sisters, um, both of whom are still alive, and I definitely had some of the same feelings, like, at a point, you're like, I want my own room, my own stuff, you're kind of forming your own identity, and for them to always latch onto you and, like, want to be where you go, want to have the friends you have, want to play with the things you have, it gets to be a lot when it's all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Watching Spencer Breslin in these movies always reminds me of exactly how I probably was as a little brother. Aww. This was basically me as a little brother. <laughs> I knew it. I'm not gonna deny he was it. I'm not my a... little brother, so Yeah, I'm not proud of it, but I'm not gonna lie. I would follow <laughs> my brother everywhere and ruin everything, and his life probably would have been better if I wasn't born. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> No, that was a little far, but (laughs) I don't know. Maybe (laughs) look at this guy's life. I mean, that's why this movie exists. So you know how it would have gone if he, if you weren't there. No question. So the next scene, I really don't understand this purpose of this scene at all, but the family decides that they're going to adopt a pet. They don't decide what kind of pet. They're just like, we're getting a pet today. And they go to a pet adoption fair. And the brothers are like, uh, Alex wants a dog and Stevie wants a a rabbit. And then they end up bringing home a turkey. (laughs) A turkey. (laughs) Oh, I didn't didn't get this. The the parents were like, oh, you know how we've been talking about a pet? Let's get one right now. And I feel like as a family, they should have decided on what kind of pet, right? Like, you don't just go in blind. Like, we're getting a pet you you think about what you have time for what you have like the room for you you decide what kind of pet you're getting before you just go to a fair yeah exactly like start with a cat i mean start with a fish but like at the very least start with a cat not a turkey i don't know i grew up with dogs but turkey was strange turkey is strange (laughs) i don't know how like easy they are to take care of either I don't know why anybody would want a pet turkey. Are they fun? Do they cuddle? Do they play fetch? I think this turkey was <laughs> farting. Was this turkey not farting? <laughs> I think it Probably. was just gobbling. Oh. Was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. 
Yeah, I missed the part where they went to get a pet. I think I was still settling in because it happens within the first like three minutes. And so this whole movie, there was a damn turkey. And I'm like, where did this come from? Why do they have a turkey? Uh, there's not really an explanation. They no. just bring home a turkey. This is the <laughs> beginning where we see that Alex and his little brother don't have, they don't always get along. Yeah. And the little brother actually ends up being a, a big nuisance yeah. to the older brother. And he also always gets his way. Like, Alex had his oh. sight set on a dog, a specific dog. He was like, I found the one. And the whole family's like, well, Stevie found a turkey, so we're going with that one. <laughs> and so I think it kind of just, like, drove home, like, the Stevie's, Stevie's the center of attention. He always gets his way. I don't he, like, know how I feel about the parents in this first part. They seem to be, like, kind of non-existent. Yeah. It seems like a little baby brother Stevie is spending a lot of time with his older brother, who is, like, probably 15, 16 in high school with a lot of things to do. No, they basically force the little brother to be with the big brother, and it's really not fair to the big brother at all to have to, like, Mm -hmm. basically take care of this kid all of the time because the parents just don't want to. They they seem to have a lot of, like, hands-off. Like, even when they were around, whenever Stevie was, like, getting into his stuff, I feel like most parents would be like, okay, here's here's a lesson where I teach you how to respect your brother's privacy and your brother's things, and mm-hmm. you, when he asks you to leave his room, you leave his room. That's his space. You don't touch his things. Yeah. Like, the parents should have talked to him about that. Instead, they're just like, oh, it's just Stevie getting into your stuff, as usual. Like, yeah. So maybe he should have wished he had better parents. <laughs> Maybe that is the appropriate <laughs> wish here. Oh my gosh, because even in the alternate reality, they were jerks. They were like rich, stuck-up people. It's the parents. Yeah. It's oh, the parents. It's definitely I'm glad we solved this. This episode is over. Thank you. Can you imagine <laughs> if he was like, I wish I had a better decom dad. <gasps> oh, you know what I wish? What? So in the, be- in the beginning, they were watching like a mummy movie. I wish they would have been watching Under Wraps. That would have been great. Oh. Mm-hmm. Do you think so? If he had wished for a better decom dad, but the coin have like given him the options of all the decom dads that we've seen, because he still would have ended up with the short end of the stick. Oh gosh. <laughs> yeah. We don't have. I feel like these are some of the better parents in oh, yeah, our are. decom yeah. history. So probably at least they make pancakes in the morning. Um, can we talk about when Alex is getting bullied at the beginning and somebody throws a pizza on his head? They probably paid like 15 to $20 for that pizza and just dumped it, the entire thing on his head. What a waste. It looked delicious. Not only that, but that would burn the shit out of your head. I think it depends on how long. Have you ever burned your mouth? Yeah, but that's like a fresh out of the oven pizza. Maybe they like, they picked that up on their way home from school and it's been cooling off on their bikes for a while. I hope so, because I would be suing <laughs> those kids. <laughs> I'm not kidding. That's horrible. It was a little intense. It was bullying, and it was such dumb bullying. Like, you're wasting this pizza. Literally, they just dump a pizza on his head, and then they go, oh, pizza face. <laughs> like, that's funny. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's hysterical. They did call him pizza face. <laughs> pizza face. <laughs> <laughs> But usually, isn't that usually an insult for people with acne, right? It's like, yeah, it's, not in it's mean, but it's like, it's like a, to the face. yeah, <laughs> it's like, that's oh. a little different. Um, but somehow Alex ends up blaming Stevie on him getting bullied by these other people. Cause all, Stevie was just like standing up for him. He was like, 
my brother's cool my brother's a better football player than you'll ever be and alex is like shut up you're gonna get me in trouble it's just like he's being he's being a supportive little brother yeah that's nice but he did make it worse (laughs) yeah and then there was like a montage of him being what we're supposed to believe is him being a little shit but really he's just being a little a lot of it was the parents being shitty parents again like Mm. the dad was videotaping taping him doing his first dunk on a basketball or whatever and the dad just stops recording and turns around to record Stevie's first steps, which I mean, first steps, big deal. But also, as a parent, you shouldn't take away from somebody's like one of the kid's accomplishments for another yeah. kid's. And that it seemed to happen so a that... lot. I mean, he got a pizza to the face, but he also got baby vomit to the face when he was younger too. Also, not so this Stevie's has been a fault. trend. <laughs> the mom's fault for like shaking him and then pointing him directly at Alex. Don't shake your babies. Yeah, this okay. is this is mostly the parents to blame. He really was pointing the blame in the wrong direction. Did you ever wish your little siblings would disappear? Oh yeah. Like out loud, this could have happened to you? Oh, it could have happened to me. I was handed a magic coin. <laughs> by a uh, 70s black exploitation film star in a mall. <laughs> he had great fashion sense too. So we get the montage, we find out the brother's getting quite annoyed with little Stevie. And he's like, "Don't you dare yell my name out at the football game tomorrow. I will crush you." He's like, "That's my pet peeve. I hate it. I'm on the bench not even playing football. Don't cheer for me." So cut yeah. to the football game where Stevie has people holding up signs, go Alex, even though he's on the bench. It's sweet. It was really sweet. But also, I was kind of annoyed at Stevie, too, because Alex straight up asked him, are you going to shout my name at the game tonight? And Stevie was like, no, I won't do it. It seems like that's going to be offensive to you and your person. I won't. And then there he is doing it. Like, I can understand why I would I would be fed up yeah. at that point, too. When it's like, you said you wouldn't do this. Another way I'm kind of like the little brother in this movie is one time a new station, NTV, came to one of our high school games. And my brother's initials are NTV. So we had a sign that said NTV with his name underneath of it. Like, put him on TV. And so I actually did mm-hmm. this before. So... <laughs> But did he ask you not to? No, I don't think he said not to. He might have helped make it. I don't really remember. Close enough. You're basically Spencer Breslin. Yeah, I'm not proud of it. I mean, not that Spencer Breslin himself is a bad person. Just that his characters are mostly annoying. Okay, so little Stevie has the whole crowd cheering his brother's name. Luckily, his brother does finally get to play in the football game. He turns around... And knocks this blonde bee to the ground in the mud. Boom, splat. Yeah, literally. Uh, But Alex has a thing for this girl. And so that just made things much worse for him. I hate how later on he's like, I didn't hurt you the other weekend, did I? And she's like, as if you could. It's like, what? (laughs) What does that even mean? Like, as if you could hurt me? What? I'm like, do you want your boyfriends to hurt you or what? <laughs> Maybe she's a masochist. Who knows? Yeah, throw me in the mud harder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is a really weird line in retrospect. As if you could even hurt me. Like, what is that, a dare? Was it supposed to be like a like a, 
shot at his masculinity. Like, uh, yeah. you're not. No. That was it. Yeah, it was just weird. Was I wonder weird. if she walked away and was like, oh, that was a sick burn. Got him. <laughs> <laughs> she crumbles up the paper. She's going like, to talk about it in the locker room with oh, all of her yeah. girls. Like, and then I told him as if as you, you could. could. And they were like, all like, um, oh. no kidding. He's like low key cute though. He kind of looks like that Brink guy. <laughs> uh, so Alex is at lunch with all of his friends. Mm-hmm. And Abby was hardcore, not even subtle, trying to ask him out, like, hey, you want to go skate just the two of us sometime? Uh, not into he's like, that. No, I have to like clean. I have to like. Pick up turkey poop. I have to. I have to wash my hair. I'm busy that night. And she's like, I didn't even say a day. He's like, Ah, oh, I'm busy that night. Uh-huh. I'm always busy. I didn't understand <laughs> this part. Like, why? If she's his friend, why wouldn't he want to hang out? It, I don't know. That's what. Well, that's what. After she walked away, James was like, Uh, what the fuck, bro? And he was like, <laughs> Uh, it sounded like she was asking me out. And he's like, Yeah, she was. And then all of a sudden, later in the movie, he is interested in her like that. And I was like. He doesn't. Up... He doesn't know what he has. Poor kid. Yeah. Yeah. He needs to learn to settle for people who settle for <laughs> settle? him. Settle. Settle for Lilane. <laughs> yeah. Learn to settle I mean, for what he can great get. in this movie. She was great. And her clothes are awesome. And her hair yeah. is like the wispy. Oh, it was cool. Her I hair was like primo early two thousands hair. It was great. But Alex says no to Lilane. Oh. One of his reasons for rejecting her was that he wants to be cool, and he feels like she'll bring him down. And so he's like, instead he goes to Coin World to work on his <laughs> coin collection. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I need to work on my coin collection. It's kind of neat. I don't know. I'm kind of I'm kind of into decom characters having obscure hobbies. It kind of <laughs> it, it lends credence to them being actual people. A kid who's trying to be cool, coin collecting was an odd choice. Yeah, he's just not innately cool. I think that's his problem. I mean, he skates. I don't know about you guys, but the skaters were cool in 2002 in my day. I mean, that's... I skated, and I was cool. Sure. I had a ramp. (laughs) It broke. It was flimsy. Anyway. So this is where the Uh, movie really starts to pick up. Because Brink has to babysit his little brother. And so they take him to the mall. And they're like, you sit on that bench... And wait for me to look at coins for like six hours. That's a long time. That's a to look long at coins. ass. I think I could maybe have my attention held by a coin collection for five, ten minutes tops. And I understand why little Stevie wanted to run away. Yeah, especially when you're at off. the mall. He had been, he was sitting at a bench, like eating taco after taco, which I understand that. And French fries. And French fries. Like, of course, he wandered off. I would have wandered off. He went to an arcade, too, which is, yeah. like, a better place for a kid to be for a long time. To be fair to Alex, he didn't really care to be basically <laughs> his brother. <laughs> he was, like, stuck yeah, with his brother. He's still in, so, in charge of him. <laughs> okay, it was a Saturday night, and he he's like, I already had plans to go here. And his parents were like, no, you take him. So, yeah, yeah. It, like, was, I mean, like, I can understand being annoyed by that, but it's still just like, all right, dump him at the arcade and we're good instead of like... On the bench. Yeah. Things get out of hand. Uh, Stevie runs around and Alex runs around and his friend goes in an elevator. That uh, mall had the weirdest setup. There were like 
crisscrossing stairs, like like yeah. moving staircases out of Harry Potter. I was just gonna say They're... that. That was a cool mall. And I feel like like the color scheme was kind of like retro. I've never seen anything was... that cool. Wow. <laughs> In my whole life, I've never seen anything as cool as huh. that mall. <laughs> I spend every day of my life looking for that mall. <laughs> I wonder if that's a real mall. I feel like it was. Maybe it's in New Zealand. Let's take a road trip. <gasps> you. Yeah, let's all take a road trip to New Zealand. <laughs> so there's this character. He's the dad from Sister Sister. And he slips on a french fry. And Stevie saves his life. Oh, and he's the, that's he's what the, happens. Yeah, he's the mm-hmm. coin collector guy. The owner of the coin shop. Larry. And he gives Stevie a magic coin for saving his life. Yeah, wow. He tells him he gets one wish. Save it for something big. Stevie almost puts it in an arcade machine, but he's like, nah, not worth it. Uh, but then he goes missing and he ends up going to the police and saying, call my mom. And then Alex gets in trouble for losing Stevie, as he well should. Yeah, it's pretty I bad to like, lose your brother. Yeah, yeah. I feel like at this point, the parents are like, okay, you're grounded. And I'm like, all right, now you're parenting. Yeah, I thought it was funny when Alex was like, I can't believe he called the police when he was like, freaking out searching for him forever he's like i can't believe he turned on me like that i'm like dude you lost him and you weren't finding him yeah he could have been kidnapped he could have been murdered we are in a post 9-11 world yeah Uh, things are not the same that like especially this time period like no you do not lose children you don't but I mean, everything turns out fine. (laughs) (laughs) Alex gets in trouble for losing him, and he gets so pissed off at Stevie that Stevie uh, slides a note under the door with a coin in it. (gasps) That was so cute. Yeah, he was like, I'm I'm sorry, here's a coin, you get one wish. (laughs) He's Um, like, the the dude at the mall gave it to me. (laughs) 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 Alex just crumples up the note, and he's like, ugh, this is stupid. He's like, oh, I wish I didn't even have a brother and just like tosses the coin. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. And then Hocus Pocus. As one might expect in a movie entitled You Wish. Nothing happens. (laughs) Nothing happens at all. He wakes (laughs) up the next morning. Everything's normal. He goes on to resent his brother until he's older and he ends up (laughs) killing him. Uh, This is actually the story of Cain and Abel. Yes, it was. I'm glad... We are now doing Bible stories. This is actually a decent allegory for Cain and Abel. You've got, like... Oh, God. The brother whose sacrifice seems to mean more to God and or his parents than the one who gives all that he can and is never recognized for it. Oh, wow. That ended up being deeper than I thought. Yeah. Cain got real pissed off at his brother, when really he should have been pissed off at God. Yeah. But that's not how it happened. He does end up flipping a coin... Going back in time. Yeah. And wishing not killing his, his brother. Wishing Abel never existed. And <laughs> <laughs> so that's the story of Cain and Abel. <laughs> that's beautiful. Oh, wow. Welcome, what a wonderful to, story. welcome to Bible study with, with Sammy and John. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so the he makes the wish. And what happens? He wakes up and Stevie's gone. He He has, like, new hair. The walls oh, of yeah. the house are blue. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's like a pinball machine in the corner of the living room. Yeah, it's like a TV. full arcade. Yeah. A workout room. Yeah, he goes to open Stevie's door and there's it's just like workout equipment. His parents learned how to 
put on dress clothes. Mm-hmm. He yeah. goes downstairs and he's like, uh, where's Stevie? And his parents are like, haha, who's Stevie? And he's like, uh, very funny. I'm not joking. Where's Stevie? Well, everybody's lives seem way better. Like, they have a lot yeah. more money. The parents look way less tired and exhausted without the little brother around. Stevie has a cool life because he's a child star. Yeah. It's pretty shocking. Like, it's almost upsetting how much this little kid ruined everybody's lives by being <laughs> born. I mean, I'm not trying to be like Shady Boots or whatever, but this kid yeah. shouldn't have been born. Well, oh my gosh. No, I think it shows like differences in priorities. I think this shows like what the life would have been like if the parents, the parents' priority was making money instead of having a family. I think that's definitely what they were going for. They turn on the TV, or the TV's already on in the living room, and uh, Alex sees... What What was his new name in this universe? Terrence? Terrence Russell McCormick. And he's on. He's a star of a TV show called Where's Stevie? He's on the TV! Oh my god. <laughs> Hilarious exchange with the parents, where he was like, that's Stevie, and... They're like, where? Where's Stevie? Or he's like, where's Stevie? And they're like, yeah, that's the show he's on. He's <laughs> like, no, he's on the TV. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> His mom had a glow up. She was beautiful. Yeah, for sure. She looked like a robot. A beautiful robot. Wow. Like I was like, is that the same act actress as the before mom? <laughs> Have we seen her before? See, uh, the mom is in Wendy Wu Homecoming Warrior, which will be an episode in the future. So Alex wakes up, he now has the life of his dreams. He's got the hot cheerleader chick. He's his parents have a viper that he drives to school with. He's quarterback of the football team now. Wow. At one point he goes to school and he can't figure out which seat is supposed to be his. And so he like goes to the front of the class and just stares and it's like there's only one empty seat my friend <laughs> he like he backflips into oh his seat <laughs> is that what that happened was. <laughs> yes. i was i like i looked away for a second and i looked back and he's sitting down and everybody's clapping <laughs> the teacher even <laughs> claps i was like did he it get was... superpowers too with this wish yeah, i was wondering because it didn't seem like he got any because when he was playing the football game he didn't have like the football no. skills that should have transferred over, but somehow he can backflip into his seat. That's insane. Is that a thing he could always do? So yeah, yeah, that was weird. When he went back in time, he was all of a sudden good at football, but he wasn't good at football because he's not like he knew what he was doing because he had no idea who he even was. I don't know. I felt like that was a big plot hole. Yeah. And then the dad comes down during the game where he's supposed to be good at it. And the dad's like, hey, we sent you to all these football camps. Um, how come you're not yeah. dealing with this guy? And he's like, oh, yeah, I know how to do that. Okay. Well, he would have had, yes. he would have the muscle memory, but yeah. he has a different brain. He'd, so Yeah, he doesn't have like the, uh, the memory of how to use his muscles to do the things that they know how he's to do. He's memorized, yes. Somehow he figures <laughs> it out. Oh, and there's a weird party at his house after he wins the game. His parents are still there, which was, I yeah, guess they're he, like the cool parents. Yeah, but he kind of told yeah. them like, go back to the basement. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Just... They're letting him run all over them mm -hmm. now. Yeah, instead of Stevie. They yeah. used to let Stevie take charge. Now it's Alex. 
Oh, okay, they do the pizza thing again at the party. For whatever reason, so James is like a chicken delivery I was boy, so confused. But somehow he's bringing pizza? I don't know. Or was know. he bringing I... chicken and they already had pizza? I think it was maybe that. <laughs> I thought he was a pizza boy, and I was like, why does the pizza boy have to wear chicken getup? <laughs> the biggest problem with the chicken costume is I had no idea who that was, because he was dressed up in like a mask and things. Well, I think we were supposed to know because... Uh, Alex looks at him and goes, James? Well, I'm not going to remember anybody's names in these movies. He keeps trying to reach out to his old friends. And they're like, we don't know who you are, dude. Yeah, James gets a pizza dumped on him. Wherever the pizza came from, it got dumped on him. And Brink chases him out of the house yelling, James, James, come back. Uh, Doesn't work out well for him. And he tries to talk to his friend. uh, Abby. Abby. And she's, like, there with another guy. She's, like, why are you talking to me? And his real girlfriend gets upset. Why was she even at his party, though? If she doesn't like him, why was she know. there? And it's, it's like she showed up another time to watch. Oh, she showed up to his award ceremony at the end of the movie. And it was, like, why are you even there? You hate this guy. Maybe she gets, like, extra credit for going to it or something. I like that answer. I, that's really good deductive reasoning. I don't know about the house party. I can't explain that one. <laughs> I think she really is secretly into him. I think she's still attracted to him, even though he's a jerk. And, like, that's what makes it even harder. That's what makes their love so pure across all dimensions, no matter who they are. Oh, my God. They're drawn to each other. Oh, so sweet. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, where are we? (laughs) We are at the stupid award ceremony, and Alex gives this weird speech about being in a different dimension and having a brother and he brings it together by saying you have to appreciate what you have and his parents are like oh phew he almost sounded crazy there for a good 10 minutes this is the point of the movie where i kind of stopped paying attention um so why exactly was he getting getting an award just for being a good boy they don't really explain it either, yeah. The parents are like, oh, don't you know the award? Like, you have to be there, put on your suit. Because uh, yeah, the, the governor, the, uh, uh, sports. Yeah, it was weird. The parents just wouldn't tell him what the award thing was for. They're like, oh, no, he's sick in the head. And he forgot about his award. Honey, you're getting an award. He's like, okay. <laughs> he still goes on about the Stevie thing. And he's... He knows that it's his brother and the actor Terrence. of where Stevie is supposed to be in town. So he's like, this is it. I have to make things right. Maybe he remembers me. He just happened to be making a stop. That's one of the things that always bothered me. A lot of television shows do this where they're like, so-and-so is stopping into our hometown. And I'm like, but that's like, your town's that never like happens. three yeah. people. Why would they stop there? But if this is like yeah. Chicago or something, I can understand why. I also feel like the dimensional gods were trying to give him another chance to, like, change back his wish. So Stevie, or Terrence, or whatever he is, is in town. And Alex tries to sneak into the studio where he's filming the TV show uh, as the chicken boy. He shows up in Stevie's room and he's like, here's some chicken. I'm your chicken delivery boy. Me, chicken. Chicken for you, baby brother. I mean... Terrence (laughs) (laughs) baby baby brother (laughs) I love how Terrence at this part he's like 
making all these like slight pauses and weird comments that would make it seem like he remembered who Alex was, mm-hmm. even though he didn't. He's like, oh, wait, um, did you bring the special sauce? Because I need the special sauce. <laughs> he opens up the box of chicken too. He's like, this chicken's dirty and throws it in the trash. <laughs> you know, like, of all the things you could say about food, like you could be like, oh, it's undercooked. It's Cold. Well, no, they he... they drop the chicken on the ground in the street, <laughs> and his friend like just picks it up and throws it in a box, and then they just take it to this kid who opens it. He's like, "This has obviously been on the ground. What the hell?" He doesn't yeah. even throw it. He's just like throws it away. This is dirty. Uh, he's like, "Oh, time. you want paid? Here, here's some money." Tries to give Alex his autograph. It was this part was great. I don't remember why, but somehow they start sitting down and talking, playing card games. Yeah, well, we also see that the Terrence kid is like a child actor, and he never talks to his parents, and no one's really there for him, and he just has to work all the time. And I think Alex was like the only one who was really consoled him and was like, somehow he makes a good impression, until he takes it a little too far. And then Terrence is like, security! What does he do to take it too far? Um, I think he actually says like, because you are my brother. <laughs> You're my little brother or something. And then he's like, oh, this is a weirdo. I'd call yeah. security too if some rando kid was like, I'm your brother. It's me, your brother. He's I'm like, telling you, Alex was like one step away from being institutionalized. He should have been. I've always, shows and movies like this, I've always been shocked at how easily people will believe the yeah. magical interference. It's like, well, if you're really my brother, what's my favorite cookie? Chocolate chip. Oh, crap. You are my brother. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it works every time. Things like, like, how do I know you're really Santa? <laughs> you wanted a Barbie doll. Oh, my God. I did want a Barbie doll. You must be Santa. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I bet nowadays it's just like they start reading their Twitter bio or Instagram bio and they're like, oh my God, you know me. Yeah. Like uh, um, most of the people in this movie were willing to believe it. Abby believed it. Larry, the coin collector dude, believed it, which him I was a little bit more okay with because he gave him the coin in the first place. Yeah. So, so basically Stevie believes that they're really brothers in like an alternate reality and so Alex decides it's okay to, like, steal this 11-year-old kid. Oh, gosh. Wait, but that's after the beautiful montage. Before he decides to, like, help him escape, there was a montage, a sad montage, of Alex walking around while a thousand miles by Vanessa Carlton plays. Oh, my God. It was beautiful. They had, like, flashbacks of all of his friends and his brother and, oh. I cried. One tear. Well, okay, so my <laughs> video was actually sped up a little bit. I don't know how it got sped up. I think it just is on the version I was watching. And so it was like Vanessa Carlton's song sped up double time with him walking oh. like super fast. So it was actually a really <laughs> funny scene for me. <laughs> <laughs> it was very moving. But what do you know? A limo pulls up beside him. And who could possibly be in it? (gasps) Who? Stevie. Stevie slash Terrence. He's throwing paper airplanes at his chauffeur. And he figures that walking around town with this dude that he just got kicked out of his thing is 
more fun. Yeah. He wants to he wants to be a real boy. Yep. So he's like, I don't want to go to the hotel. I want to walk around with this real boy. And then Alex <laughs> kidnaps him and they start running. They're running everywhere. It was a marathon. Alex asked Stevie, like, do you know your left and your right? And he's like, I know camera left and camera right. And then he's like, all right, on the count of three, we're going to run to our left. And then he runs to the right. Yeah. <laughs> like, has to go get him. <laughs> this is where I really started to like Stevie. I felt like a lot of his lines at the end of the movie when he was like this famous kid were really actually funny. Like all of his jokes landed and his timing was really good. Yeah. I like I'm a big fan of Spencer Breslin at the end of this movie. I didn't care for where the plot went with like the kidnapping attempt and <laughs> Oh, me neither. I have I like I said, I have a lot of opinions on how this movie could have and should have ended, but yeah. it just it started to just meander a little bit too much. And it's like it needed to be a straightforward like we're going to fix this kind of thing and instead it's like the police are getting involved. They have to pull in Abby's character to find a raffle ticket that had Larry's name on it so they can hunt him down. Like, when the police get involved, they call the agent, and the agent's at the parents' house, and the parents are like, we don't want publicity, blah, blah, blah. And then and it was like, yeah. why is this happening, really? Yeah, it was yeah. all, like, a little bit too much. Well, and then Stevie gets a phone call from his mom, and his mom's like, hey, by the way, I found a new guy that I'm going to get married to. And he's like, do I have to call him dad? And so it got really weird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're, I can't really care about this kid's, like, family life when that's not even a real family. Like, that's not his original timeline. So I can't yeah. care about that. They just couldn't go one movie without giving us a step decom dad. They couldn't go That's one true. movie without having a, a marriage without consulting the child. Yeah, like, exactly. That consistently bothers me whenever they're like, oh, we're getting married. And it's like, you haven't even met my, my child, who should be my number one priority in life. It was a lot to take in at the end of the movie. I just needed it, it to wrap up, and it kept ramping up. I know. So they call Abby, somehow convince her that this is an alternate timeline. Alex is like in my timeline we're best friends and she's like bullshit I, you don't even like me i know your cat's like, name well, i love you and she's I like oh shit you. you must be and she eats uh what was it mustard and mustard sugar and sugar sandwiches? sandwiches is that really a thing is that something people I don't, eat i want to try it now. how do you love a person like that <laughs> fair they have to find the larry guy because the store closed down so they can't find the coin at the store so they have to find larry and he's not there. They get get his raffle ticket. They go to his old apartment. He's not there. There's a grandma there. She's like, he's in the retirement home. And they go to the retirement home. Why is he in a retirement home in the first place? He's not nearly old enough. I think it's because he broke his foot. And so he's probably okay. there for like two months until he breaks his, well, or fixes his foot. I broke my elbow. Should I be in a retirement home? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> okay. I should be in a retirement home. But so he's in the retirement home and there's a room full of old people playing accordion. Like it's not some sort of orchestra. It's not a band where everybody's playing a different instrument. They are oh. all playing the accordion. <laughs> you can tell he was like pained to be there. He had an accordion in his shop. So we knew previously that he was an accordion enthusiast. No, but he said in this one that he's like, I don't even like the accordion. I just like oh, really? music. Yeah. yeah. He's like, it'll do. 
But they ask him, they're like, Larry, we need to borrow you. We need, we have some questions about this coin. And so he like wheels out of it and all of the other old people in the room are like, aww. He's like the new young guy who's there. And so he like, he pulls out what's left of his coin collection, but he closed down his shop so he didn't keep everything. They go through all the coins and they don't find it there, which was so frustrating to me because I'm like, so you're pulling in this entire plot for no payoff. None. And he's like, I sold what was left of it to, you know, the, some other guy who came by and paid in cash. I don't know who it was. So yeah. they give up. Right They there. give up. They give up entirely. <laughs> That's it. This is when the police show up and take oh, Spencer yeah. Breslin away. <laughs> he's and... like, don't worry. If you go to prison, you can use my lawyer or something. <laughs> then Alex just like goes and sits in his room and his dad comes in and is like, uh, I know you're feeling down for whatever reason. Here's a box of your old coin collection. I thought it might cheer you up. This was the laziest plot <laughs> ever. Shut up. I liked it. I really... Okay, I hated I hated this whole, like, five minutes chunk. First of all, we're giving up. The magic coin is magically in this box. Like, uh-huh. there was no... There was no payoff with the whole Larry plot. There, If the coin had been there, there would have been a payoff and it would have been fine. But here it's just like, oh, here's some deus ex machina. There's the coin. Yes. Ta-da. It was only there when he was ready for it to be there and to make the wish. He had to try and find it and try to make things right again in order he for it to try. come back he to He tried him. when he called Larry. Like, why couldn't that have been Why couldn't the right Larry time? have said, oh, here's the person that bought this from me. He's a collector in the next town. And he's your dad. <laughs> yeah, if he had, like, found out that it was him who had bought the coin, or if his dad had bought the coin. Like, if, there was some, if it had led to him in some way. But instead, he's just like, well, my journey's over. And then he just, like, trips and falls over the box with the coin in it. Like, it was... I don't know. I was not upset <laughs> by this at all. I thought it was cute. I like, was of also... course the dad would have bought the exact coin that he needed. I was also super annoyed that... So he he finds the coin. He goes, ah, I found it. And the dad's like, Alex? And the parents come <gasps> running up. And he barricades the door. And he's like, I'll be out in a minute. And they're like, we're calling the fire the department. The fire department. Like, Why are you calling the fire department? They think and he the snapped. You don't need to call the fire department. Let your teenage yes. son barricade himself like, in his room for a minute. This is it. He's killing himself right now. He <laughs> has his tie hanging, hanging from the lamp. He's going to kill himself. I really, really, really do think this is what I've been saying about his parents wanting to send him away. I really think they were like, he finally lost it. We don't know what he's going to do in there. We need to get him help immediately. Okay, well, what does happen is that Alex is like, oh gosh, I have to make this wish and I have to do it right. And so he I have thinks to do it through, right. Like, and he's like, he's under pressure because apparently the fire department is on their Because they're pounding way. on his door. They're like, <laughs> Alex, Alex, don't kill yourself. Like, pop open the door for a second and say, hey, mom, dad, I'm fine. I know, it, that yeah. would have resolved I mean, everything. Yeah. <laughs> if he would have found the coin, it, it, like, he screams like, oh my God, I found it. And then if his dad was, you know, his dad's like, what's wrong? He could have been like, oh, nothing. I just found something I found, important. Like, I found an old shirt I was looking yeah. for or whatever. Like, Anything. Or even like, I found my favorite coin. Thank you, dad. They had to add yeah. tension to this part, okay? This is like the only time the parents have ever cared what their kids were talking about. <laughs> the rest of the movie, they just like send them to the mall for a few hours. They just ignore them until they get excited <laughs> about a coin. This was a bad ending, so... 
I propose to you for your consideration my alternate ending. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's hear it. Okay, so what if no. they just never found the coin? He live he continues living the life because it's kind of still a pretty good life. And what if Spencer Breslin's character just decides to like be adopted by them? And so he yeah. like has a little brother that he can create memories with, but his life is still a million times better. He can make back the friends that he lost when he made the wish. How about that? That sounds good to me. I mean, he already did win back Abby before he reversed the wish. Like, he was like, he's already got Abby back on his side. He didn't really have James, but he could have worked on him. And he'd always know in the back of his head, like, there was this other lifetime. And that's mm-hmm. why I appreciate them so much. Um, yeah. no, I, I don't accept this ending. I love, I love the actual ending. He, he runs downstairs, greets his little brother with a big hug. His mom and dad are really confused on why he wakes up so excited. And then he, he finds his two friends and gives them a big hug and says, Oh, I love you so much. I appreciate you now. And then he asks Lelaine out on a date, a skate date. Yeah. I, okay, to me, this is like a wonderful life moment where it you realize, wow, this is all about my attitude and my perspective. And... I, the only person who can change that is me. These people don't know what changed. Only I changed. And now I like understand the importance of these people. And I want to have gratitude for that and appreciate them. And who cares about material possessions and all this crap that I was worried about when these people are the people who matter to me. So at the end, we're supposed to believe that Stevie used his wish to be a good skater. I think so. <laughs> Which seems more appropriate. I kind of like that, though, because it's like it's nothing that drastically changes your environment or anything. It's just like and it's also like a total 10 year old boy thing to do. Like, I feel like he probably wished to skate as good as his brother could skate. So it wasn't even like that great of a skater. It was just <laughs> like, you know, what his brother could do. Do we want to get into what we learned from this movie or there's a lot of good lessons in this one though yeah i thought i mean a lot of the times i try to come up with some sort of joke answer but this one actually has something that you can take away i feel like i agree with the lessons you guys have talked about but i still think his life was way better without the little brother and that he should have just kept it that way sorry (laughs) about it sad (laughs) i think it's just like it was about appreciating what you have and not and what you think you want out of life isn't always what you want out of what you really want. So instead of a lesson I learned, I'm going to say a lesson that the Alex kid learned. He learned that his brother counted on him so much and that without him, his little oh. brother's life was worse. So he had to do even it think for of his that. little brother. Yeah. Yeah. Boom. That was actually pretty sweet. That was pretty sweet. Yeah. Look at that. I looked through some reviews. I didn't see anything that stood out, but here's one from Yas XF in 2005. What's so good about You Wish, you say? Well, I'm here to tell you. You Wish is an excellent film. I can never get bored of watching it. It's a definite 10 out of 10. All the actresses and actors were very good, and the movie is just brilliant. It has an exciting plot that you can follow throughout the film. An excellent movie. You just can't get fed up of watching it. 
uh, goes through all the characters. <laughs> My summary is that You Wish is one of Disney's masterpieces. Everybody definitely has to watch this. People have their own opinions about this movie, but my opinion is that it rocks. It's as good as C- Cadet Kelly, and that's saying something. Wow. That is saying something. It's not really comparable to Cadet Kelly. Yeah, it's but... hard to compare those. Are we going to do some ratings? Yeah. I yeah, I, I think I'm going to go ahead and give this movie a solid... <laughs> Six wishes out of ten wishes. Oh. No, let me redo that. I'm going to give this movie a solid <laughs> seven wishes out of ten wishes. Wow. And is that your final wish? That's my final wish to give. It's granted. How many wishes do you give it? Uh, I'm going to give it... I'm going to give it six wishes. I think it was a solid movie, worth watching. Uh, the acting was fine. The plot mostly was solid it went off the rails towards the end and i would have given it an extra wish or two if it hadn't done that that's fair i really like this movie and i liked i i feel like i really needed to watch this right now i don't like not for any specific reason just because this was a tough week i think just for the world like not even for me a lot of things happening and so hearing that message again that we really need to appreciate the people around us i liked at the very end of this movie where alex runs outside and his little brother's using his bike and he drops the bike he's like i'm sorry like i took your bike i'm so sorry and alex is like that's the last thing on his mind is a stupid bike Mm -hmm. and i think it's so easy to get wrapped up in like this is mine and don't touch this and uh you know there are things that i want And then you forget about the people around you. So I think that's a really good message for 2018. What do you rate it? Oh, (laughs) 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 Uh, I give it an eight out of 10. (laughs) It's, it was a good movie. It did feel a little slow, honestly. Sammy, if you had one wish, what would it be? Well, Brandon, that is an excellent question. If I had one wish, I would wish for you to find us on social media or email us at podnestogether at gmail.com. And if you liked what you heard, don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. Sounds like a great wish. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye. Bye. Bye.